Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, the podcast where two 30-year-olds guide you through the latest trends, creators, and stories from the TikTok universe. I'm Melissa Rosen. And I'm Dina Greenbaum. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hi, Melissa. Hello, Dina. How are you? Hello, hello. I'm very good. This is episode 47, and we'll be going over some trends, some viral videos. We got a large mishmash of everything TikTok today. Yes, we are breaking down the latest trends for everybody who's too old to understand it. Like us. Yeah, the first thing we need to talk about is, and our friend Sam, who's been on the podcast before, brought this up. Is she said, I'm starting to see more ads on TikTok. Do you find that, Melissa? I don't think so. I mean, obviously, there's been more ads over time. I mean, I think when we first joined TikTok, there weren't any ads. So they're there, but I haven't noticed the, an uptick in them, I don't think. I've noticed an uptick in them. I definitely have. Like every, you know, fourth or fifth video seems to be a sponsored content video. So I've definitely right. noticed the uptick. It'd be interesting to see if other people have noticed it too. I keep getting this one ad for a men's cover-up stick. Do you get that? Oh, no, I haven't seen that. I mean, they must think I'm a man or something because it's clearly like a cover-up stick for a man. So it's like it's just a very bizarre ad. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I feel like it's more a reflection on like how the individual views and tracks ads because I feel like I'm really conditioned at this point to just immediately swipe past ads. Like I couldn't even tell you what type of ads they're showing me on TikTok. I definitely, the one I remember the most is, like, getting ads for, like, Splice, like, editing software Mm -hmm. on TikTok. I get a ton of those, yeah. Because that's, you know, obviously it makes sense, and the video is always really cool looking, and at first you think it's just a normal TikTok, and then you look down and you realize, oh, it's a sponsored ad. But I'm, like, very quick to swipe when I see that it's an ad, so I don't even really register it. Yeah, I'm quick to swipe on all ads, except TurboTax has recently been serving me some ads. And they do a really unique thing where they'll like teach you something about taxes, like about capital gains and short-term versus long-term capital gains. And I was like, oh, this is a great refresher to learn. And, you know, if you invest in stocks and cryptocurrency, it's a helpful ad. So I love that. So TurboTax is, is doing it right. But I still, I don't want them on my free page. Get away. That is really cool, actually. Yeah, I probably would stick around if they were actually teaching me something. All right. Shall we move on to song trends? Yes. Let's start with our first song trend. Our first song trend is by at Lainey.wy. She created an audio. I hate everyone, but mainly you. So my favorite video with this audio is by at Forks for Nerds. When it says, I hate everyone but mainly you, they show the stop scrolling guy. You know when you're on TikTok too long and you get the guy that says, I think you should get some water. Stop scrolling. His dumb face. 
Yes. <laughs> Judgmental look. Yeah. He's like, uh, he's like my arch nemesis. Don't tell me to stop scrolling. I'm gonna keep scrolling more now that you told me to stop scrolling. Yeah, it's a it's a funny little trend. It reminds me there was a trend a few weeks ago where the saying was like, "I hate all men," but when he, and then mm-hmm. I mean, mine were mostly like people talking about their dogs, like how they yeah. liked their dogs. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this reminds me, it's similar where it's like, "I hate everyone." But instead of it being like, but I love you, it's just like, Especially and most of all, you. I hate you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> Such a great audio. It is. All right, now there's two songs that were on the Discover page that are trending that hadn't really been coming up on my For You page a lot, but I did a little dive into them. The first one is Whole Lot of Money, and the artist is Bia. Sun up. Put on my jewelry just to go to the bodega. And I keep it with me just so that I'm feeling safer. Fendi on my body, but my feet is in bodega. Bitch, I'm getting money. Give a fuck about a hater. It's a whole lot of money. It's a whole lot of money. So this is pretty popular. Lil Huddy used this song. He's a big TikToker. And my favorite video that goes with it is this girl just making this really disgusting drink and she just puts ice a shit ton of vodka like a splash of lime juice and like a splash of water and then she's like it's 20 calories it's the best drink ever i'm actually very shocked that you just called this drink disgusting because i feel like this is your typical drink this is usually (laughs) what you make when we drink that's a true. full glass of vodka <laughs> and like a splash of lime. I don't understand why this girl just doesn't take shots then. <laughs> it's basically just a glass full of shots. Yeah, I, I don't know how she can bear to sip it. I would just do that amount of vodka in shots. <laughs> but I think the other thing that grossed me out is she's using a styrofoam cup yeah, to like pour into gross. a glass. I know something about styrofoam is very off-putting. Right. Yeah. It's not one of those, like, glossy food bloggers. <laughs> like, yeah. it really just looks really gross and, like, poor quality. Yeah. What's funny is it has nothing to do with the song, but I think, you know, this song was trending, so a lot of people were using it to boost their views. And this artist is super interesting because she debuted on the Oxygen reality TV show Sisterhood of Hip Hop. And it's cool to just see her trending on TikTok now. Wow, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a fun song. Yeah. The next song is a Billie Eilish song called Bury a Friend. I want to end me. I want to end me. Charlie D'Amelio did a video to it. She basically flips her camera. You can do like a cool transition with it. My favorite was by at Sarah Falk Official. She did a really cool like hair flip transition. So I think Charlie's was not necessarily edited. I think she's just that flexible. She like took her phone in her hands like she was doing a selfie. And then she just slowly kept leaning back, back, back to where she was just like, it was almost like a, a right angle, you know, like from her hips back and so it was a really cool little transition because she brought the phone with her so the phone was sort of like 
melding backwards as, she, as her body was. But then, yeah, people started doing this cool sort of, like, hair transition. It's similar to how people have done a lot of these, like, costume change or, like, makeup changes where yeah. they'll transition from just, like, normal, no makeup or, you know, pajamas into, like, high fashion, lots of makeup. So this is that same idea and people, like, take the phone and sort of, like, run it to the top of their heads, pause it, and then put on a bunch of makeup or clothes, whatever, and then keep it going from the back of their heads and bring it back forward. And so it's this cool little transition where it looks like you're moving backwards and forwards and people are, like, you know, looking all different the second time around. (laughs) Yes, that was a good explanation. The next video... Both me and you saw this separately and I think loved it when you sent it to me. I was like, oh yeah, this is like right up our alley and it's Doja Cat making fun of a straight TikToker. Bro, Hot Girl Summer does not exist. If you're a hoe, just say that. No shame in it for it. Yo, you're the only thing I say. You're a hoe. Sorry, say, oh, no shame, aha. I thought this was just so funny. I think I've seen this guy, people making fun of him on my page before. But then I was looking at the comments and everyone was like, oh my God, like I would die if Doja Cat came for me like this. And I was like, wait, is this, this is Doja Cat? Like I didn't realize she's this famous, you know, TikTok singer. Yeah, like so many of her songs have gone viral on TikTok and I just wasn't following her on TikTok. I didn't realize she actually made like great content like this i'm a huge Mm -hmm. fan of it now (laughs) sorry there's just a fucking fly that flew on my screen i never have flies in my apartment oh god wait a fly literally was on my screen just before and i just smashed it on the screen i don't want to smash it though i did i killed it where did it go now it's it's just here to stay oh well that's upsetting Moving on from song trends, we're going to go into some other viral TikToks and general TikTok trends. The first one is a workout that's been all over my For You page. At Torius is the handle. She explains what it is and it goes to a specific song. Guys, right, a lot of people have been asking me this question right here on the viral TikTok workout that works. Fam, my body's getting right. But anyway, I'm going to show you how I do it. Credits go to the original creator of this workout. So I'll leave her name here, and that's where you see all the other ones like that, yeah. But I'm doing this on this sound of the guy's tune. Yeah, let's go. I basically went on YouTube and typed some TikTok workout and found her, right? Here are plenty of wonderful people who have also done this train, have lost weight. I went onto my Amazon Music and I typed in, it's by DJ Kenneth, Kenneth? Yeah, there we go, that's the sound, now let's go. <laughs> go down, up, and then just move your hands with it. Look, boom, boom. It's basically people track their progress them doing this sort of like belly gyration move every day and then they track how skinny they get by it this seems to me like one of those get rich quick schemes but like get skinny quick schemes it makes no sense to me i literally was watching it i was like "Hmm, maybe i would try this (laughs) because it looks really easy like Uh it's i will say that it looks similar to stuff i've done in um Oh, oh, like I used to take those bar classes. 
Oh, yeah, I never took one of those. Yeah, the weird bougie workout. And my joke about bar was that it always just looks like people are doing nothing. And I was always looking (laughs) to the girls next to me like, wait, what am I supposed to be doing? And it looked like they were doing nothing. But you leave the workout and you're like in so much pain. Like it's, there's Mm. these very small movements that really do like work your abs and your glutes so I, it seemed similar to that idea because it is, yeah, it's just like hip thrusting sort of. But it's right. funny that like, yeah, it like goes to a specific beat of this mm-hmm. song. Like that's pretty interesting. It, this is, I'm, I'm curious. I don't know that I'll actually do it, but I'm interested. Had you been getting a bunch of them on your For You page? I hadn't seen this at all until I only saw Torius's video after you sent it to me. Wow, yeah, this audio with the workout has just been popping up all over for me. I don't know what that mm. says about me. Well, you're more into exercise than I am these days. This is true. Do you want to introduce this one? No, I don't like this one. I don't even want it on the podcast. <laughs> okay, should we skip this one? What were you going to say about it? I think it's horrifying. I'm really scared she like has a brain tumor. Okay, should we skip it? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Let's move on to a food trend, which is pesto in eggs. And at Snack Queen, and that's Q-W-E-E-N, did a really great one. Uh, Someone in our comments said, you know, do the pesto in eggs, and she did it. And it looks really good. Like, I love pesto. I want to try this. It looks so good. Yeah, I think the idea was that the oil in the pesto just acts as, like, the oil for cooking, but obviously mm. with a ton more flavor. And oh my gosh, yeah, she, oh, this video, like, yeah, she puts it on top of a fresh slice of mozzarella, like, with eggs and mm. pesto. Oh, it looked fantastic and really not that hard to do. Like, I do think both of us could actually make this. You know, I never tried to fry an egg in my life, though. So I don't know if I can do it. Like a runny <laughs> egg, I've I'll never done. Back. I've only done scrambled or omelets. Maybe this is when I try the fried egg. You know, the thing is, all of my eggs become scrambled regardless of what (laughs) I intended for them to be. So I still think this would be good just as like a scrambled pesto. Yeah, I I agree. Just pesto egg and mozzarella. Like you can't mess that up. Yeah, I think it'll still be good. It just won't be as like um, put together as hers was. It'll still be good. If this is anything like the baked feta pasta trend, the pesto will be flying off shelves. We won't have any basil left this summer. The great pesto drought of 2021. The feta drought was before that. The cranberry juice drought was before Uh, that. Yeah. The Martinelli's apple juice was before that. The uh, instant coffee for the whipped coffee. The whipped coffee. Wow. Oh, there's also this other food trend about with like a ramen noodle salad. Hmm, I don't know it. That hasn't been as prevalent as the pesto eggs for me. So this other trend I loved you sent me. It's this trend, and we'll play the music, where this girl pours out a bottle of water on like a toy car. And then she zooms in and she zooms out and it's a real car and she's still pouring water on it. So the joke or the idea is that if you pour water on something it becomes bigger yeah so a lot of parodies of this at 
ox underscore zung did one where he just pours water on his private parts, you know, hoping that they would grow bigger. Yeah, I love that creator at ox underscore zung. <laughs> like, he's sitting at a table, and so the way he frames it is as if, like, his penis is getting so large that it's flipping a table over. He starts flipping the table and then screaming for his mother. Like, I just, that, this is a great dick joke. It is just a world-class penis joke. Well done. It is, and such a good use of stitch. Yes. Speaking of a good use of a TikTok feature, um, Stitch or Duet, we have been seeing this collage video all over our page. So it started with this creator, Paula, and he created this video introducing his girlfriend. Happy Star Wars Day, everyone. Today is also my birthday. And because it's my birthday, I get to introduce you to my girlfriend. And basically, TikTok took this and ran with it. So Marcus's video was a very zoomed-in close-up of just their two faces, him and his girlfriend. And so a bunch of other TikTok creators, somebody, like, duetted it and put that there was a gun to her head. Somebody uh, stitched it and put that she was, like, trying to get out of, like, handcuffs uh, underneath the, the original video. They're, they did a whole thing on the side where, like, there's, like, FBI agents outside his door. Like, Marcus, open up. Like, we know you have a hostage in there. Somebody then duetted even, like, they were a news reporter reporting on the incident. Like, we're reporting right now. Like, famous TikTok star Marcus DePaula has, you know, ha- keeping this girl hostage, saying she's his girlfriend. It just went on and on and on and on. And it is... A great example of the beauty of like TikTok creators just taking something and running with it. Yeah, and you have to understand who Marcus DePaulo is. Like his whole page is he says he dumbs down news for eighth graders. So he does close ups of his face just explaining news stories in very simple terms. Always super serious. He is a little problematic sometimes. I always see people like when whenever he has an opinion, like it's not always great for whatever side of the aisle you're on politically and sometimes he dumbs it down too much but besides that so he is kind of controversial and I think he does that on purpose because he knows TikTok well so then for him to have the one video where it's not just his face and he introduces (laughs) his girlfriend and everyone just is like this girlfriend is taking taken hostage this isn't right and it is it is a very uncomfortable to see him interacting with this woman who he says is his girlfriend but oh it's weird people have been using the hashtag free britney but instead of b-r-i-t-n-e it's b-r-i-t-t-a-n-y because that's how his girlfriend spells her name so they're now co-opting the free britney movement to help this other britney but i i mean i don't know I scrolled through all of his videos to try to see if he had responded to the virality of this. And he hasn't yet. Um, I don't know. From my perspective, like, I, I, I mean, I, I don't think he's actually keeping this girl hostage. Like, this is his girlfriend. And so it's just sort of, 
I hope that they find it funny. Um, I hope that, you know, they're not hurt by it in any way. I think it's sort of funny if they're okay with it. If anything, I think it's better for them because that video has like 6.5 million views and his other videos don't get that many. So I think they're along for the ride and enjoying it. Yeah, he also posted another video of his girlfriend, Brittany. Apparently one of her hobbies is capturing rabbits. (laughs) Big question mark on that. Um. I didn't think that was a hobby. I thought like she professionally captures rabbits i don't know if capture is the right word just did he say freeze rabbits saves rabbits i don't know i do not know and i apologize if it is her full-time profession (laughs) my bad for calling it a hobby but he posted a video again it's one of his few videos that isn't just him giving a news report and it is of britney in the wild capturing rabbits i think we should play the audio because she's like weirdly (laughs) vulgar i promised i'd show britney rescuing rabbits so here's part of a video i uploaded to youtube go check it out and i'm gonna go capture it with my net which i have right (laughs) oh fuck me fuck got him there. there we go we're good this poor baby it's just one of the strangest things i've seen (laughs) um it's this like little bunny white bunny rabbit in like a field of cabbage and she's got a net and she it looks like a looney tunes cartoon i'm at the comments everybody's very confused (laughs) like they're like are you saving this rabbit or capturing it like what what is happening here yeah there's something that doesn't look right about any of this the poor rabbit is going into a little cage and she doesn't seem like she's treating the rabbit nicely because she's just cursing the whole time and also (laughs) the way that marcus sets up the video He's just so serious. And the tone of the video, her capturing the rabbits, she's extremely serious. Which had me, I was laughing the whole time I was watching the video. Because as you said, it's like a cartoon, like the Looney Tunes. The tone is off. The tone is very off. (laughs) It's very strange. I'm happy. I hadn't seen any of Marcus's videos before this collage. So honestly, I'm happy that the collage led me to him and led me to this. And that I could spend the last hour of my life investigating these people. Yeah, Marcus used to come up on my For You page all the time, like all his little news pieces. But this is far more exciting than him telling the news. Right. Okay, the next video is so, so viral. It's been repurposed everywhere. It's on everyone's For You page. It's by at Maggie Maxi, And it's... Basically, just a bunch of girls saying what colleges they're gonna go to. Okay. My name's Lily Patterson, going to Texas A&M, get your marks. My name's Catherine Murphy, I'm going to Oklahoma, Boomer I'm Laura Bryant, I'm going to Southern Methodist University, go ponies! <laughs> Howdy, my name's Sarah Jordan, I'm going to Texas A&M. Hi, my name is Macy Jury, I'm going to OU, Boomer Center, baby! <laughs> Hi, my name's Colin Cabner, I'm going to Texas Christian University, go frogs! Hi, my name's Maggie Maxey, and I'm going to Ole Miss, hotty totty, baby! The best part are the comments. 
So my favorite was this taken after a wisdom tooth extraction. Somebody said, what language is this? The other one that's so good is, this whole video is an auditory processing nightmare. Help. I really, my thought after watching this was like, this really is like, and I've learned on TikTok, like parts of America really speak differently and have a different, (laughs) like, physically speak differently and just sometimes like the way they talk like is different and I literally this I'm just like I have no idea what these people are saying and like these are parts of the country that I have not lived in that my family you know hasn't lived in like it really is interesting to be from the same country and just be like I don't we're like technically we're speaking the same language but I cannot I don't understand what you're saying. So, you know, they did a response video and they all claim that they don't actually speak like that. So they reintroduced themselves in their normal voice and you could clearly understand them. Oh, really? I did not think they were joking. I figured they were just like cute little Southern girls. That's why the video is so good, because no one can believe that people speak like this. Exactly. My favorite, too, is the very first Mm-hmm. woman if you listen um at the end it sounds like she's saying gay marriage and then she gives a thumbs up <laughs> yeah all the she, comments say that too. yeah she's not she's saying like go raiders or whoever the mascot Ooh, whatever is sports team yeah, yeah but it sounds exactly like gay marriage <laughs> it's very funny yeah. so i wanted to highlight in our creator spotlight today, one of my favorite accounts that I didn't find until recently, oddly enough, because it is very up my alley. It is creator at A. Corzin, Annie Corzin, and her bio reads, The Cranky New Yorker. She is a New York woman, presumably Jewish, yes, because in the video we'll play, she (laughs) talks about being Jewish. I love this woman. I relate to this woman. Every single one of her videos I find fascinating and wonderful. I just, she has this perspective that is both like enlightening, but at the same time, like, yeah, both me and Dina are like Jews from New York. And so it's very relatable. And there's something just so comforting about hearing her talk. But she's got this great perspective on everything. Everything she talks about, I think she just speaks so well. Um, I wanted to highlight, this was the one I sent to all my friends. She talks about how she hates this idea of the nagging wife. And especially as Jews, like Jewish women are known as like, oh, nagging Jewish wife. But she explains it in a way that I think makes so much sense and makes me feel less guilty about being a nag to my husband. You know, I get very annoyed because there's like this cliche of the image of the Jewish woman as being a nagging wife. And I will admit, it's true, I look after my husband. I see that, he, that his socks match and that he eats his vegetables and that he does his exercises. I mean, I think that's my job. So I have this girlfriend, she's Gentile, her name is Judy. And she's married to a Jewish man, Harvey Shapiro. And by the way, his nickname for her is Jew. So he says, hi, Harvey Shapiro, this is my wife, Jew, which I find a little disturbing. Anyway, 
uh, he's got a heart condition. He's got to watch what we eat. We go to a restaurant. He ordered spare ribs and extra butter and sour cream on the baked potato. And I look at Judy. And I say, how can you? She says, he's a grown man. I can't tell him what to do. I don't want to be a nag. And I think, I'd rather be a nag than a widow. I absolutely love. She's like, she's a Gentile. Yeah, I mean, I am not a wife, but I can definitely relate to my grandmothers nagging my grandfathers and my mom nagging my dad. But I could also relate to the Gentile that life just seems so much easier to just let people be, be more easygoing, no guilt, like I don't know, there's something that seems a little healthier that I'm envious of the non-nagging ways. I agree. And I love, she does point it out, I think, in an almost objective way. At least I felt that way, that it was just like, instead of just labeling it as like, oh, they're nagging, it's like, well, they want this person that they love to be healthy. (laughs) Like, and And I love that perspective of it. You know, like, yeah, you could say... You know, wouldn't it be nicer to just not care about anybody? But I think it's nice to care without the guilt. You know, I think that's obviously as Jews, it's like there comes this weird guilt associated with everything. Even if to ourselves, we feel bad for telling our husband he shouldn't eat too much meat. But once you eliminate that and you look at it more positively, like, no, I just want them to be healthy. Like, I I love her little positive spin on it. Yeah, it just reminds me of my grandmother and grandpa. When my grandpa was in the hospital once, my grandmother would try talking to him and he wasn't being very responsive. But then as soon as someone else would come out of the room, like my dad went in the room and he was like, what's wrong? Like, you seem like really off. And he was just like, no, I'm pretending to sleep anytime (laughs) my wife is in the room because she's so annoying. So literally in the hospital, he ha- he dealt with his wife by just pretending to go to sleep, even though it made everyone else scared. He was, you know, okay. He just had to pretend to be sleeping. <laughs> I love that story. Yeah, I guess, yeah, she just is very comforting because she's like any older Jewish lady that we know from New York. So very relatable. Her videos all have this similar style and format too where she's sort of like hosting you as a guest like she's Mm -hmm. in this video she's bringing you a glass of water one of the other videos our friend sam just sent us she's talking about the differences between new york and la and i can very much relate to this even though thank god i don't live in la i live close enough to complain about the bagel quality and so she covers all of that and she does it while like arranging flowers in a vase and it's just sort of beautiful yes i feel like during every podcast episode somehow we bring up melissa missing new york bagels well I we lo- should rename the podcast to melissa misses new york bagels and some tiktok <laughs> and sometimes we talk about tiktok <laughs> yes but she literally like i so identified with this <laughs> she just starts talking about you can just get whipped tofu as imitation cream cheese like that doesn't exist outside of new york and i uh one of the many minutiae of new york bagels that they just can't figure out outside of new york city and i miss it dearly 
It's the water. The water makes bagels taste good. It's the Move people. Move back to New York. It's the people. It's just everything about New York. They can't replicate it. True. Now I want to eat a bagel. Alright, anything else for this week? Episode 47. I think that about wraps it up. And as usual, if you would like to view any or all of the videos we spoke about today, check out our Instagram, too old for TikTok pod, and that's the number two and the number four. We also post recaps every week on our blog, too old for TikTok.com. Also numbers two and four. And you can even find us on TikTok at too old for TikTok underscore podcast. Thanks for listening.